Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The entire balance of power in the NFC East has shifted in the last 24 hours. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Canty off getting married in Chicago tomorrow. Excited for him. Hembo is here. Nuno is here. We've got so much to get to today, including why does really nobody care about a milestone once thought to be impossible to reach and Devontae Adams said something absolutely absurd. But let's roll in the NFC East. Here we go! Only one place to start. Adam Schefter tweeting just moments ago that Tyron Smith of the Cowboys is out for the foreseeable future indefinitely at the moment. He tore his hamstring. It came off the bone. Could have surgery as early as today. Likely not back until December. That is absolutely brutal news for the Dallas Cowboys and just a killer. The Cowboys are still betting favorites in the NFC East. You understand why. But you also understand that Tyron Smith may be, may be the most indispensable player in the NFC East. When you truly think about it, the division as a whole is not all that strong. And you could put the quarterbacks, whether it's Dak Prescott, whether it's Jalen Hurts up there. But Tyron Smith is about as important as it gets when you're talking about the second rated tackle in all of football last season when he was on the field. Dallas's chances to win the division right now just took a major hit. And I don't know where the numbers are. As of this morning, they had not changed off of last night. But when you find out that he's going to be out till December, Hembo, I would have to think that's going to have a major shift on how people are going to approach betting the Cowboys here. Right now, I have a live look on the Caesars Sportsbook page here. And right now, the Dallas Cowboys are still considered the betting favorite. Their number is plus 130. That has not changed since the Tyron Smith news. The Eagles are second at plus 155. I'll continue to monitor the board here to see if there is any reaction from Adam Schefter's tweet saying he will be out until at least December. Look, when we talk about indispensable players and indispensable positions, what do we talk about in the NFL? We talk about quarterback. We talk about pass rush. We talk about left tackle. This is a major problem. You know, it's not just about protecting Dak Prescott. It's about the fact that the owner himself has said that they have to rely upon Ezekiel Elliott. And does this help the Cowboys running the football? It does not. Not in any way. And I have to tell you, I didn't think they were winning the division anyway. Mm. But if I'm laying some cash down today, I am turning immediately to Caesar Sportsbook or wherever and putting it down on the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 155. 
I don't trust the Cowboys as it is. Mm. I mean, when we're dealing with Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott with what we saw in the postseason last year, I know we all make a lot of it, but it's a big deal what happened. And when you have a coach that literally can't see the play clock in one stadium last season, that was an excuse. You can't have a lot of faith in what's going on and when you lose a player, even at his advanced age, like Tyron Smith, it absolutely crushes your ability to be effective offensively. Cowboys will score some points, but this is a big, big hit today, and I think it changes the balance of power in the division. I think you hit the nail on the head, especially when you said it's going to really negatively impact the way that they can run the football. I have a couple numbers to put behind that. So since 2019, we know Tyron Smith plays left tackle. The Cowboys average five and a half yards per rush running towards his side when he's on the field. Five and a half. They average 4.3 when he's not on the field. A yard per play difference one human being makes. That adds up a lot. And secondly, over that same period of time, Dak Prescott's effectiveness when employing play action decreases by 30% without Tyron Smith on the field. So I agree with you. They're still going to be able to put up points. Say say that part again. One more time. Because that's a massive number. With uh, Tyron Smith on the field, Dak Prescott's QBR using play action is 78. This is scaled 0 to 100. Mm -hmm. Exceptionally high. When he's off the field, that number is 47. He's below average at it. We know how important play action has been. And when the Cowboys are at their best, Dak is well protected. Ezekiel Elliott is running the football effectively. And they can run that hard play action to open up opportunities downfield. When you're talking about winning in the margins, especially in a division that should be a lot better, this injury could make a singular difference as far as who winds up winning it. That is an absolute crusher. An absolute crusher. For a team that is not just supposed to win the division, but is supposed to put themselves in position to win a championship, to get to the Super Bowl, to do something they haven't done forever. We were talking this week about the amount of pressure that is on different players in professional sports. Yesterday, we spent a lot of time in relation to Kevin Durant with that, now that that situation has worked out in Brooklyn. You know who's number two or number three on that list? Dak Prescott. Mm. To win a championship? Mm. No question that there was a ton of pressure on him to do that. And nobody at the end of this season is going to say, yeah, but look, he didn't have Tyron Smith for the majority of the year. No, no, no. If this season goes south for the Cowboys... That's not what they're going to be talking about. Let me ask you a series of quick questions. Between the Eagles and the Cowboys, which team has the better offensive line? Oh, the Eagles. Which team has the better group of skill players on offense? Wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, all of them combined. Probably the Eagles. Which yeah. team has a better defense front to back? Uh, the Eagles. So you tell me, what, 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 yeah. what differential is larger? The difference between Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts or the difference between the Eagles roster and the Cowboys roster? The answer to that question will likely determine the outcome of the division. By the way, you could throw in the coach, too, mm. and have the same answer. And think about that for a second. A guy who's been a head coach for one year versus Mike McCarthy in his entire career who has won a Super Bowl, and I still would take Nick Sirianni <laughs> over Mike McCarthy. I think that speaks absolute volumes to it. Nuno, as a giant fan this morning, even though I don't think you're terribly optimistic given the scenario for this coming season, this has to change your mind just a little bit about what the possibilities are, does it not? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, for what, for the Giants? No, like, I, I mean, as far as the division, I, 
I was already leaning towards the Eagles, and I think this just solidifies this. And I think this will end up being the biggest referendum on Dak, right? Like, and his contract, and actually the way that organization viewed him, because they, for a while, didn't want to pay him, right? Right. So, like, mm-hmm. this will be that referendum on him, where we've already heard the, the conversation of, oh, it's going to be about Zeke, and make sure you're getting Tony Pollard enough touches, where... I, I think at this this point in time, if Dak doesn't show up and show out and actually lead them to wins, and not only against the Giants or the Commanders, but against a you know the Bucks opening night, like the Bucks have their own issue. Like you need to win those games, and it has to be on Dak. Yep. And to your point, when you think about that, the quarterbacks who are really really good to great. And potential Hall of Famers and locked-in Hall of Famers. The ones who took every single penny underachieved. Dak got every single penny here. And when I say underachieved, I mean as a team in winning. Aaron Rodgers has won one Super Bowl. He has taken every penny along the way. Drew Brees won one Super Bowl. He took every penny along the way. When you do this, when you take that level of money and you make it harder for your team down the line to win because you can't get as many great players because of the salary cap you have to answer to that and you have to be able to be the guy who is going to make up the difference Mm. there as a great great player we can see that manifest because Amari Cooper now plays for the Browns and Randy Gregory now plays for the Broncos both of those guys would still be on the Cowboys if Dak Prescott was not earning 40 plus million dollars a year yeah it is nuts and to Nuno uh, on the Giants front it was simply I'm not saying they're going to win the division because they are not but you have to at least give me this feel like you could be a little bit more competitive at this point when you find out that news, no, no, no. Well, I mean, what's the goal for the Giants this year? It's see what Daniel Jones is, but I think you already know that answer, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's development of the younger guys, right? It's Kayvon Thibodeau, who is going to miss probably at least the first uh, first week. It's the Aziz Ojolari guys. It's the, the bookend tackles. It's that. It's be competitive in those games, right? Don't get blown out. But at the end of the day, like, I'm just happy that it seems like I have a competent front office and head coach. Like, that's my moral victory so far at this point. But talk to me after week one and they get blown out. Um, I will be a train wreck. (laughs) And and life will be over after that. I understand. I get it. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. We have some breaking news coming in from Woj, and this is not good news. Oklahoma City Thunder seven-footer Chet Holmgren will miss the entire 2022-2023 season with a Liz Frank injury to his right foot. He suffered the injury in a Pro-Am game in Seattle on Saturday. That is just awful. So he will miss his entire rookie year. That from Woj just moments ago on Twitter. It is Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are joined by Hembo. We are joined by Nuno on the hashtag crew. In just moments, we will look a little deeper into the problems of the Dallas Cowboys and where this now does put their prospects for 2022. And we ask one of our experts and insiders in just a moment, 
how this does affect the NFC East. It is Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hembo is quite the conundrum. As fatherhood approaches, we're going to get an answer to his problem uh, in just moments from somebody who has to deal with the exact same issue. One place to start was brought to you by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter, you got to try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. A lot of NFL that we are tackling today in just about 10 minutes. Devontae Adams said something yesterday that is just absolutely absurd And we will get to that in just moments. But right now, we welcome in ESPN NFL insider Diana Rossini, who joins us on the phone. Diana, it is Chris Carlin in today. Canty is off getting married tomorrow. Hembo is here as well. How are we doing? Ah, he made it, huh? I felt like this countdown to Chris's wedding was going on forever. I remember at one point, I think we were at 2,422 days. So (laughs) the fact that we are just 24 hours away, I'm so, so happy for him. You had a smaller wedding, but were you worried about any sort of an incident? Because we were discussing this yesterday. Mm. We all have the friend that we know is capable of, well, let's just put it this way, causing a bit of a stir. (laughs) yeah um my brother-in-laws um who are you guys know because i talk about them a lot on this show 
um, are diehard Philadelphia Eagles fans, and and they really live up to everything that you would assume a, somebody from Philadelphia would be like. So what mm. comes with that is they get after it, and they have no shame. <laughs> so whenever they get together, whenever my husband's brothers are all together, there's always this, this little part of me that's like, I just, I just hope they can keep it at like a seven or eight because they're always a ten. Like I mean, like we go to the beach for the afternoon. And my brother-in-law, Steve, it's noon, and he cracks open a beer, and he's like, it's time to go, time to clock in. You know, so you can imagine what he looks like by 7 p.m. It's a disaster, and and I love him to to death, and he's the most entertaining person. But, um, yeah, I I sometimes get a little worried, and I was worried at my wedding. And and you know what? He was the star of the show. He was a wonderful best man, and he was out of his mind. So sometimes you need those people, though, because then otherwise it gets a a little too – it's a little too uptight and a little too romantic. We, you need those party animals. You do. There's, there's no doubt. But, you know, there is a very fine line. And we are hoping that everybody just is kept in line at the wedding tomorrow night for Chris Canty out in Chicago. There is going to be security on hand, which I think was money well spent on his part. <laughs> if he's got real concerns, it sounded like there was more than one person he would be concerned about. All right. Before we get to Dear Diana, Hembo actually has a Dear Diana today as well. Uh, let's get. To, yes, he does. And he's got a problem that only you, as you have just illustrated, are uniquely qualified to deal with. Now, <laughs> let's start with Tyron Smith. Diana, how do you view this injury and how it affects the dynamic? Is there a now a power shift to a degree in the NFC East? I feel like there's there's a big news story to this because it's Tyron Smith and he's been a cornerstone of this offensive line and has had so much success, especially his first five, six years playing with the Dallas Cowboys. But the injuries, when you actually dive into it and take a look at his medical history, I can't believe how much he has dealt with. And some of it is just bad luck. And you have to feel for the guy. And, and you know, production-wise, this team is better with him on the field, no matter whether or not he's 100% or not, because he, he's that good of a player. But he hasn't played in a full season since 2015. And, you know, you're talking years now where they've had a healthy offensive line. We talk about it all the time. But I think the good news for the Dallas Cowboys, if you can call it good news, is they're accustomed to this. They drafted knowing that they've they've got to improve as their O-line's getting older and they have dealt with so many injuries over the years. So I think the initial word on it makes you go, oh, no, like this is a disaster for the run game. This is a mess for Dak. How are they going to protect them? But then once you settle into it a little bit and start recognizing that that they're going to be able to schematically find ways and also hope that these young rookies, you know, especially Tyler Smith, step in and are able to, to, to hold up. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us on Greeny. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of offensive lines in the NFC East, you had a note this morning about the Giants and their offensive line. It's probably not getting a whole lot of attention, Diana, but how big of an issue is the Giants offensive line going to be this season? Because it feels like the bar of improvement has been drastically lowered considering what they've been through the last several seasons. Exactly. And I feel like, don't we talk about this all the time? I, I don't, I haven't talked with the New York Giants in, a, in, in five, six years and haven't led with, well, if their offensive line can protect the quarterback, right? And it's just, I do think it gets to sort of 
it almost sounds too comfortable at this point, uh, you know. But we we played a fun game this morning on Get Up called Two Weeks Notice, and and you got to put a someone or a unit or a group on notice of this has got to get better, and and that's where the offensive line uh, in New York has to improve. And look, the injury bug has hit them hard. New York has, has to deal with this, but we see and have seen what happens to Daniel Jones when he is pressured and can't handle it. And interceptions are a major issue for him. We know that that's what their focus has been this camp, is working on those turnovers. And if they can't protect him, we're just going to see Daniel Jones run it back in a bad way um, because he, it's obviously such an important element to this. Um, so my two-week notice is, is, is 100% on this Giants offensive line because you're right. It kind of has gone under the radar a bit, and, and maybe it's just because we're all used to talking about it. But it's not like it, they've made significant improvements. They have not. Uh, more on an offensive line, and that's down in Tampa. Uh, we know the injuries that they've had, especially in the middle of the line at guard and at center. But, Diana, who does this affect more in the Buccaneers' offense? The run game with Leonard Fournette or Tom Brady? Um, I actually think it, it affects the run game more than it affects Tom Brady, or at least I believe that. Only because this is where you have that veteran in Tom Brady who can manage it and handle it and has dealt with it before. Um, you know, I, I had a conversation recently with Bucks head coach Todd Bowles trying to get a gauge of just wh- how do they see it, uh, and and they're not panicked about it. They're not they're not too concerned. You know, Todd pointed to the fact that the competition at practice between an obviously very stout and and successful defensive line going up against this offensive line. A lot. These guys have gotten amazing reps. Uh, even when I was in Nashville, when they had joint practices, you know, Todd was like, "Do you know how great this is for my young offensive line group going up against guys like Jeffrey Simmons? He's like, it doesn't get better than this. We're, we're practicing against the best in football, and and it just it's gonna it's gonna show. So my concern, if if, if the question posed is really truly, if you had a concern about the Bucks right now, it's really more about their receivers and their downfield play. Um, you know, and obviously the offensive line is a part of that, but let's see the health of Julio, right? That he's had a really good camp from little snippets I've seen and heard about, but he's got to stay healthy because he didn't do that very much in Atlanta his last few years. And then in, in Tennessee last year, when he's healthy, he's amazing. And he's so good. And he's a great blocker. And he, he you know, the team loves him, but, He's got to be able to stay healthy. And then Chris Godwin is, is coming along, which which is great news. And, and we've been talking about this for a while now that he's really coming around. Um, and so if they can stay healthy and, and if if Gronk can come back, let's just keep an eye on that. Gronk recently <laughs> saying, by the way, I don't know if you saw it, Chris. Gronk says he stays in shape. You don't stay in shape if you don't have any plans to do anything with it unless you just want muscles. And, you know, no one on this call has any muscles. But, you know, that, that that's a good sign. Uh, all right, Diana. It is time for Dear Diana. For those who are unaware, Diana is your life coach that you probably didn't realize that you needed, but you do need. And every week on Canty and Carlin, she is going to be here to answer the questions that you need answered, to give you the advice that you need and we are soliciting your questions at hashtag Dear Diana on Twitter. Hembo has got one. We're going to save that one for last. We've got two others first. 
Dear Diana, this is from Tom. I'm catching a lot of flack lately from my wife about wanting to play golf. We are six months into just having our first kid. How do I handle this better? I don't try to play more than once every two weeks. Once every two weeks actually isn't that bad. That being said, because it's something I am handling or managing as well. Because I have, you guys know, I have a Mm one-year-old. And my husband has the nerve to get up in the morning while I'm dealing with Mikey and changing his diaper and he's screaming and making breakfast to go in our basement and do a full workout. And he comes up the stairs out of breath, sweating, definitely trying to show biceps off like, hey, you good? (laughs) Meanwhile, this kid is screaming his head off. The, the problem with it is if you're if you're finding ways, if he's doing a good job of helping in other areas and giving her some of that outlet that time, whether it's going to get her nails done, maybe play tennis, something that she enjoys, where she 100 percent can feel like he's in the driver's seat, because that's the issue here. She wants to feel like he's got the control and she doesn't have to weigh in on it. Uh, then he can go golf. But he's got to step up here and go, hey, I've been golfing a lot, you know, twice this month. I want you to do something. I bet you his golf game, first of all, his golf game will get better because he'll be able to play more. (laughs) Instead of once every two weeks, he'll go up to once a week because she'll have an outlet. So it's all just about fair game and help without being asked to help. Just do it. Brilliant. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Number two, and this is a tricky one. It comes in from Jamie. Diana, I'm put, I have been putting off breaking off my engagement. I don't want to do the rip the Band-Aid off scenario because I fear my, hus- or my husband-to-be, in theory, is too sensitive. How can I do this? This is rough. Rip the Band-Aid. Rip it. Because here's the best part about doing that. You're actually helping him. I was in a scenario like that years ago and there isn't a day i wake up and think thank god he ended it with me because if he didn't end it with me i would have hung on and try to make it work and i wouldn't have the partner i have now who i I like sometimes (laughs) she has to rip the band-aid it's breaking up is hard it is one of the hardest things i think we all have to do uh if if you decide to get involved in a relationship because it's you don't want to nobody wants to hurt anybody you care about but if you truly do care about him, the best thing to do is to just be up front. And guess what? The relief you're going to feel, uh, I, can, I can picture it now, her driving with the windows down at the end of August here, headed into the fall, like, I'm free. It's going to be a, such a relief. So she should just, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Yeah, I was I was never good at it. I, not that it, there were many opportunities. Men, but, <laughs> men stink at it. Men stink at it. Men are the biggest wimps. I would use a more aggressive word if we weren't on the air. Mm. You guys are such babies when it comes to breaking up because you're so scared to hurt our feelings. Just tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I used to just be the guy that would act aloof and hope that she would break up with me. Uh, really? That guy. Yeah. Oh, I hate no Catch my drift guy. Yeah. Yes, gutless is the word I would use uh, in this instance. All right, Hembo, you have a question for Diana that she is uniquely uh, qualified to answer. Have at it. Very much so. Diana, as you know, uh, two weeks from today, if not sooner, 
my wife is going to uh, give birth to two girls, identical twin girls that we are expecting. And here is my quandary. I am a lifelong Philadelphia Eagles fan, as you well know, much like your husband and his uh, family. She, on the other hand, is a lifelong fan of the New York Giants. We're talking season tickets dating back to the 60s. And so... How is this adjudicated? Who are my daughters going to root for? How is that decided? And how much stake do I have in that game? Oh, my gosh. I thought you were going to say, what do you think about me going to the games the first two weeks of the season? I was going to be like, I, I was going to hang up. Because that has, yeah, that came up in, while I was pregnant last year. That my came gosh. up in conversation. I'm like, are you nuts? <laughs> All right. So... Here's the greatest part about your scenario. Mm. You've got two teams that you guys love in your house, and you've got two kids. <laughs> so I'm, I'm for the split and I, because I think it would make it so fun for the girls to both root for different teams. So when they grow up together, they can watch the games when the Giants play the Eagles and, and have like a fun little rivalry thing going on. We, we actually do that in our family now because my, my son is, a, is an Eagles fan because of his father, but all his boy cousins, oh, we don't have any girls, so all his boy cousins, um, they're, they're Giants fans, and we, we love it because they're, they have a little, like, fake rivalry right now that they're not aware of because they're too darn little. But um, here's another way around it because we have the the issue of what are we going to be here. Um, and I said, I'll give you the Eagles if you give me the Yankees. So oh. he said, all right, that's great. So maybe if you want to keep the girls liking one team, and so let, let, let's give the girls the Giants, you know, maybe the Phillies could be the baseball team. There you go. That's a great. Yeah, that it's exactly what we're dealing with. Uh, Lizzie is a huge fan of the, of the Yankees. I'm obviously a Phillies fan. So we. So what you're saying is we have a couple options here. We can either sort of split the house in half and can create these sort of friendly rivalries, or I can take my favorite sport, baseball, and my wife can have football. That all sounds good to you. Look, you're in a good scenario on paper. I'm like, mm. oh, this is great. They got two. Split it up. I have one, and, and I, I want to, like, throw myself against the wall uh, every single day. So you are in for it, my friend. So this is the most – this is, like, the most fun decision that you'll be making because the rest of it just um, – gosh, I sound like I need a vacation, don't I? But you're going to be fun. You're going to be great, Hembo. You're going to be great. Boy, watch them rebel and become Jet and Met fans. Oh, gosh. <laughs> just a miserable Worst existence. scenario. Oh, my God. Diana. That's what you want to avoid. <laughs> as usual, she delivers. Send your questions. Hashtag Dear Diana for next week. As always, great stuff. Thank you, Diana. All right. I hope I help those folks out there. Yep, absolutely. I think, that, listen, we don't give her the questions in advance. She does an amazing job of answering right away. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL Insider, joining us on Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Get the renter's insurance to protect the things that make your place a home, including coverage for theft or damage. Visit Progressive.com. I teased it a few minutes ago. The Aaron Rodgers love by former teammates, by current teammates, is... There's just, it's, it's reached an uncomfortable level of worship. Devontae Adams on the Pivot podcast this week on Aaron Rodgers and what it's like to play with him. I don't discount anything, you know, that, that Aaron was able to do for me because, I mean, he, he's the best quarterback, you know, in my opinion, to play this game. I think a lot of what he did for me was not just about the type of balls or whatever that he threw, you know, great back shoulder, whatever. Like, there was obviously that, but 
the the way that he he had the Michael Jordan effect as far as like he going he going to make you play better. He going he going to bring out your best just by being on the field. It's not even about like like he was a great leader, but it was it was more so just about I'm out here with Aaron Rodgers like you would always notice in OTAs like you know, it'd be times where he wasn't practicing and you would just notice people start to like not not fall off, not not practicing hard, but it wasn't the same as when Aaron is out there. Yeah, it's interesting. You said a couple of things there, didn't you, Devonte? Mm. Number one, it makes me very clear on the fact that you don't have an understanding of Michael Jordan if we're going to compare Aaron Rodgers to Michael Jordan on a couple of fronts. Number one, uh, nobody was ever offered more money to play with Michael Jordan, but then opted to go somewhere else like you did. You wanted to get away and go play with Derek Carr in Vegas. And there may have been extenuating circumstances, but I don't get the impression that those were unbreakable circumstances. You clearly didn't want to be there anymore. So you can say all the nice things that you want, but nobody ran away from playing with Michael Jordan. Because, yes, he made other guys better. He demanded a level of accountability from everybody. And that's what made him the great winner that he was. But then secondly, what else did he throw in there? Well, when Aaron wasn't at OTAs, you know, the guys were kind of slacking off a little bit. Exactly. So now we have Rodgers a few weeks ago going off on his rookie receivers publicly. I get it. I understand that you want to... Deliver the message to these guys that they need to play better. However, when you're not there at OTAs the last couple of years, when you're off taking ayahuasca and you're trying to find the meaning of life, which, by the way, you still haven't found. You still haven't found. You're not more enlightened than the rest of us. You just took the the psychedelic drug to try to find some other reason uh, for living, which is not there. But you're off doing that. You're setting an example for younger players that is, oh, okay, well, when I reach a certain level, not all that important. This is where Devontae is trying to say all the right things there, but the actions speak differently. His actions of leaving and Rogers' actions of not showing up during OTAs and now realizing, oh, wait, I... I got some receivers that I I may not feel that great about. Mm. I I think your leadership point is one well made because in sports, I guess really in any walk of life, a good leader says, I'm with you and acts like it. A bad leader says, follow me. And in this case, Aaron Rodgers not electing to essentially be with his team as much as he possibly can would indicate to me he's sort of the latter kind of leader. And that's something that when you're talking about winning at high levels in the NFL does clearly make a difference. He's not won a championship since 2010. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. The hashtag crew is here. Hembo is here. Nuno is here. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free. And it can also help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. On the way... We look at teams that are in the process of rebuilding with new coaches and new management teams. Who would you rather be, the Chicago Bears or the New York Giants? Mm. The answer is a lot more clear-cut than you realize, and it's definitely going to surprise you. Carlin in for Greeny, AutoZone. 
has those free services that you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service we were just talking about. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASC certified technicians. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Plenty of news of the day. Tyron Smith of the Cowboys, according to Adam Schefter, tore the hamstring off the bone and is out indefinitely, likely until at least December. And just moments ago from Woj, he tweeted out that Chet Holmgren, who was the number two overall pick in the draft of the Oklahoma City Thunder, out for the upcoming season, uh, injured as Liz Frank, uh, has a Liz Frank injury, rather, uh, in his foot that he suffered in a Pro-Am game this past Saturday. So big news out of the NFL and NBA. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Also on your smart speaker by saying play greenie on espn radio this was an interesting question that canty posed off the air yesterday because he was in chicago at espn 1000 doing the show the last couple of days getting ready for his wedding tomorrow and i'm not sure who it was but he was talking to some of the folks at espn chicago and they posed this question to him who would you rather be in the long term the giants or the Bears. And I have to tell you, hmm, I'd much rather be the Chicago Bears than the Giants for the long term. And it's pretty easy to see why. Number one, and maybe I'm biased here, 
But I have always been a Justin Fields guy, and I believe in Justin Fields for the long term. I worry that a season like we might see here with what the Bears are going to put around him, or frankly, what they're not going to put around him, could do some real damage to him. And I'm, I'm hopeful that that's not the case, because I honestly don't think that there was a huge difference between him and Trevor Lawrence last year. I thought it wasn't one and two to me. It was one and one A because Fields had as much of ability as Lawrence did at putting the throws on target. We had just heard about Lawrence for a lot longer. You know, he was the guy that as a freshman, we were talking about being the number one pick in the draft. So I'm very high on, on Fields, but I also feel like, At the very least, the Bears still have the question to be answered. Fields has a year this year. You're still going to, that's not what you hope it would be. You're still going to be able to look at it and say, well, there wasn't enough around him and we still don't have the answer. And that's more than fair. With Daniel Jones, you have your answer. He is not the guy. And whatever is around him this year is not going to help him. The only thing... I honestly believe that can truly help him is if Saquon Barkley has the kind of year he did as a rookie when he catches 90 passes, when he rushes for 1,300 yards and has over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. When that's the case, or 2,000 yards overall, I should say. When, if that's the case, Jones has a great uh, opportunity to have a bounce back year. But I don't expect that to change. You want to know the other reason, though? Do you know that after this year, while it's still early, Headed into 2023, the top two teams in the league in cap space headed into the next year are the Bears and then the Giants. Mm. But the Bears have $100 million in cap space right now going into 2023. They have obviously plenty of needs to address, but they have the resources in place to do it. The Giants, second, have 52 Think about that. The Bears have $48 million more in cap space just for next year alone. Thinking I I might already have the quarterback and having that much more cap space doesn't make it close in my mind. The Bears, for the long term, are in a much better situation than the Giants are. Think about that for a second. That's kind of hard to believe. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.